When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Dog Pound South campers. This is the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast, part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans for Sports Network. I'm your host, Steve Gill. Combine's going on right now. Everybody loves it. Uh, just a few news and notes. We heard from the Browns GM, Andrew Barry, and we heard from head coach Kevin Stefanski and their pressers. Couldn't really hear the questions. I, I tried to listen, but uh, I went back and uh, got the highlights, which, you know, they really didn't say much, but they said quite a bit. Let's start with Andrew Barry. Uh, sounds like Nick Chubb is going to get a deal done. Um, I would think they would. He's been a loyal soldier, uh, got hurt playing hard. He was about to have a monster season. Just If you just saw him in, pre, in, in the preseason games he played, well, he didn't play preseason, but the first couple of games, first game especially against Cincinnati, he was about to have a monster season. So that will be the next contract they will restructure. He's due $12.2 million and it's non-guaranteed. So he really doesn't have any leeway as to what's about to happen. So I would assume that uh, they're going to get that done. And Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is the number one wide receiver. But anyway, Andrew Berry, happy to have more money. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Uh, he made some uh, some news that uh, they were going back to the Green Briar. A lot of people think that that's what held this team together a little bit more um, team centered. Um, so uh, we'll see also that they're going to scrimmage the Vikings um, in Cleveland, which I think is great. No more Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. I wonder why could it be that the Browns might be playing their first game against the Philadelphia Eagles in Brazil? Hmm. Things to think about, or it could be just that uh, the GM of the Vikings used to work for the Browns. But I'm looking forward to the scrimmages. Um, not uh, a lot of other really big news. Uh, as for Kevin Stefanski, he came out and said that uh, he and Ken Dorsey are going to head out to Deshaun Watson out on the on the left coast and uh, meet with him. He's not going to throw or do anything like that. See, this is a, a, a union uh, mandated type thing. Uh, you can't really force players to come to the facilities if they don't want to. Uh, no team has gotten caught doing it. So, you know, just to make everything better, he's going to go out, introduce Ken Dorsey to um, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's going to probably pick his brain a little bit. I would think he would. Um, 
after a bumpy start with Deshaun Watson, he and Kevin Stefanski get along fine. I mean, it's not like the uh, Stefanski is an old coach. I mean, he's only what 40 and Watson is what late twenties. So, you know, it's, there's no generation in between them. So uh, I, I would think they're just going to go out and head a, have a meet and greet and get on the same page. And that's about it. Um, uh, Stefanski is, uh, I think he's a good play caller. I, I don't get the, uh, the ranking of him being, by the way, let's, let's stop with the report cards and the rankings. They don't mean anything. I mean, so what? We got uh, millionaires ranking billionaires. Uh, whoop-de-doo. Uh, the Brown, oh, Kevin Stefanski, they're building a new weight room. I mean, come on. Jimmy and D are flush with cash right now. Uh, they've finally gotten that uh, billion-dollar uh, deal with Warren Buffett all complete. I think over the years they have collected uh, over thirteen billion dollars. It was what we call in the in the accounting trade an installment sale. Uh, they made installments over the years, and they finally got their last payment. So um, that was good news. Um, uh, Andrew Barry didn't seem too worried about injuries. Um, he also said that. Uh, the injuries for all the three tackles, um, Jedrick, Jack Conklin, and Dewan Jones are going well. Sounds like to me they're all going to be on the roster. Um, a reporter asked Andrew Barry if he was going to redo Deshaun uh, Watson's contract, and he said he didn't think that was necessary. That's GM speak. And also if the reporter had asked, are you going to restructure Deshaun Watson's contract. I'm sure he would have given a different answer. You got to be careful. If you're in the news media, be careful how you use your words. Words matter. Um, and last night on the uh, Fanatical Elves show, Elliot, our, our, my co-contributor, the Oracle, brought up an excellent point that the Browns are going to have to some point in his contract skip a year for restructure. And I totally agree with, with Elliot. You, it's kind of like, it would be kind of like a reset. And right now the Browns have $16 million extra to spend than they thought, uh, $30 million more than last year. So uh, that is kind of like a bonus to Andrew Barry. Uh, he's got some more change in his pocket. Um, let's, um, let's talk about some of the people that they, they've talked to. So far, it's been defensive linemen. You know, you have uh, two defensive ends, Eric Watts of UConn, who I like, Adia, uh, Adisa Isaac from Penn State, a couple defensive tackles, uh, Brandon Fisk of Florida State, and Mason Smith of LSU. Um, I really can't see them drafting a defensive lineman with their first pick at number 54. Uh, defensive linemen take a while to develop. Uh, my example would be Alex Wright, his rookie year. He really wasn't that good. Give him another year. Last year, he played extremely well um, in replace of Hurst and Shelby Harris. So um, we'll see how he does with more snaps. But all right, he looked good. Um, let's take a quick break right here, and uh, then I'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about Denzel Ward's contract extension. Tension, a restructure that they did. 
So salary cap. Um, last night I'd said that they'd already posted his contract, new numbers. No, they have not. Um, uh, Denzel Ward, that's what his uh, extension was when they did it. He signed through 2027. Now, I am a big follower of Jack Duffin uh, because I love to talk about the salary cap, and he seems to be the lord of the salary cap. Yes, he does. He is smart. He breaks everything down in the most easiest terms to understand. So follow him, at Jack Duffin on Twitter. No, I will not call it X. That's a stupid name. So he is projecting that the possible new salary for uh, Denzel Ward will probably go through 2031 with three voidable years. Um, He will be on the roster till 2028. And then the next following years will be uh, void years, not on the roster. They're just, uh, allocating out the signing bonus, the the restructure bonus, and all that other stuff. So that would make sense. I I could see that. So if you haven't um, noticed, they haven't really done any more restructures. You'll find out about them. Um, I'm of the belief, as is Jack Duffin, that they'll wait closer to when the new league year starts on um, March 13th to uh, do more restructures. Um, They like to have the money ready when they make a signing. And once they are sure they're going to do a signing, they do a restructure. Makes perfect sense. So, um, uh, I think they're going to go heavy in free agency for defensive tackles. Uh, Right now you have Delvin Tomlinson, who's getting 70% of the snaps. Uh, They need to do one more big – I think they're going to do one more big free agent signing in in free agency. It wouldn't hurt to have somebody, another starting defensive tackle, come in. Now, a lot of names you're going to hear going up. uh, Chris Jones of Kansas City. I I really don't see Kansas City letting him go. Uh, They just waived uh, the wide receiver, big Super Bowl hero, and they franchise Snead, uh, the defensive back. also, uh, Leonard Williams, uh, uh, Matabuke of Baltimore. I wouldn't mind them stealing him from him. He's only 26 years old, and his probably would be about a four-year, $23 million a year per year contract. I could see that. I mean, he's right in Andrew Berry's wheelhouse, young guy coming up, and he gets to steal him from another uh, an op- AFC North opponent. I would love that. So... Um, as for the draft, um, a lot of people are talking about wide receiver um, with the first pick if they don't trade it. I can see that. Uh, I could, I still think they're going to sign a, a wide receiver in free agency, possibly two. Um, they've got to replace um, uh, Goodwin, Marquise Goodwin. I, I'm sorry. I, I love Marquise Goodwin signing, but uh, health issues and age, just it just doesn't add up. So Gabe Davis seems to be everybody's favorite. That's quite possible. Calvin Ridley's name keeps putting up. Hollywood Brown's name keeps popping up. Uh, Gabe Davis would be fine with me. But then they got to find he would be a good two. Um, Even though I think Elijah Moore would be a two if they just started the year last year not having it run trick plays with him, just stick the lining him up as a wide receiver when the season started, I think he would have done a lot better 
Uh, so the multiple quarterbacks that were throwing to him didn't ha- exactly help. Um, so a lot of people think they'll go wide receiver with the first, uh, uh, for their first pick in the second round. I'm more inclined to think linebacker. Linebacker group is pretty thin right now, especially a Mike linebacker. Um, they've got JOK and they've got um, Fields and uh, Diabate, who are Will linebackers. I'd love to see him resign Sione Takitaki. He can do a little of both. Um, but they need a linebacker. And the last time they drafted a linebacker in the second round worked out pretty well, JOK. Speaking of which, they got to give him an extension. Uh, Browns don't like to really pay their linebackers. Um, they follow Andrew Berry follows the thinking that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles do. You put a bunch of veterans together and you roll with that. So we'll see what happens with that. As for the next contract extension, like I said, they're going to have to rework Nick Chubb. Um, I think Amari uh, Cooper, if they keep him, definitely they're not going to pay him $20 million for one year. Miles um, Garrett may be up for it. Uh, he seems like now he's uh, come full circle since his rookie year. He's all about the team. Um, the only other ones would possibly be Petonio and Teller. If they keep Teller, they're going to have to redo his deal. Um I don't know. You just signed Njoku. I, I wonder if he'd be up for it. Uh, and Hopkins is the kicker is due 3.1 million. Do they rework that one? I, I don't know. So they've got players to sign uh, wide receivers come into the combine tomorrow for interviews. So you're going to see a lot on social media about what wide receivers said. Um, I think the Browns draft a wide receiver. I definitely think they draft a running back, uh, probably a tackle. This is a very good tackle draft. I would go with a tight end on day three. There are a lot of good, solid tight ends in this draft. You're only looking for like your number three tight end. That's all you're looking for. A guy can block and a guy who can occasionally catch a pass. This is a good draft for that. Uh, wide receiver is always good. Um, so, you know, he's going to draft for depth again this year. So that's it for today. Um, the only other big news is that T. Higgins got franchised by the Bengals. Uh, he is now estimated the franchise tag is going to be $21 million, and that will equal to roughly about 42% of their cap savings. Um, they're going to have to rework that deal. Um, they're not going to sign and train him. They're going to keep him. I wish they'd sign and trade them. And if they did, they definitely wouldn't sign and trade them to the Browns. Um, they don't do deals with the Browns. So um, that'll be an interesting thing to watch. All right. So that's it. Just a quick little information podcast for you here on the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gill. This podcast, of course, is part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans for Sports Network. Uh, again, we appreciate you watching, listening, and following us. We're Browns fans just like you. Just we're a little more crazier because we do this. All right. So everybody have a great day and go Browns.